Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello and welcome to another episode of Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly bringing you Money Tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate, and ultimately enjoy more money. Today I want to talk to you about getting things done. It's the 4D formula for getting more things done and feeling good, whatever the outcome Now, this is a simple four-step process that will help you stay on top of things and feel better about yourself, whatever the outcome, whatever happens. And let me ask you a question. Do you find yourself feeling overwhelmed sometimes with endless to-do lists, a tray full of things to to sort out, unopened posts, and the rest of it, and all the other things we have to do in between? Now, if the answer to this question is yes, then join the club because you know most of us have been there I feel that way quite a lot of the time with all the things I have to do so let's look at a quick step process to to help you get more organized and more importantly feel better about yourself whatever the outcome now the process as for me it's evolved from a combination of things I've I've read and learned about over the years I mean there's there are thousands of books on this like you know life leverage by Rob Moore do it or ditch it by, by someone else I can't remember her name this is one that was, was given to me, it must be someone dropping a hint, by David Allen, Getting Things Done, The Art of Stress-Free Productivity. And it's quite a good book, actually. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a, a page turner, more of a, a dipper. And I've got a couple of things here that I've just highlighted, having clear boundaries. But one thing I would say to David Allen, and he's a best-selling author, and I've, I'm an author, <laughs> and this is 316 pages or something of, you know, how to get things done. Well, you know, and it's in small print, you know, you can see that the print is not that large. So you've got to squint to, to read it. And sorry, David, but I, I would say, if you're going to write a book on how to get things done, do it a 50 page or something, you know, because I'm never going to read that never, in a million years. I'm not going to sit and read that from cover to cover. Yeah. I'll dip into it from time to time. I might pull out a few ideas for all of us, but I want something that's quick. That I can easily access maybe something like this. Maybe this podcast will help you get things done. So there you go. That, that's my advice for David. Now, over the years, I've observed literally hundreds and thousands of people I've worked with, some of whom I'm employed in my business. And I've come to the conclusion that there, there are basically two types of people. This is in an office environment, but perhaps in a wider scope as well. The first one is what I would call the organized tidy desk person, OTDP, or the disorganized messy desk person dmtp now that might sound a bit brutal to you but this, this is my own observation and incidentally i've got a messy desk i won't even show you my desk but my desk is messy even though i, I try my best to tidy it up it's always j- just messy and that's that's the way i kind of work now i do envy some of those people who can have a tidy desk actually and seem to get things doing you know we used to have admin people that breezed into work always on time their desk is tidy from the night before they get on with their job and you look at their desk and it's got maybe a, a cup with a few pens and maybe a photo of their loved ones and uh, you know in their, in their own mug they don't use anybody else's mug their clean mug and when they leave they're out the door on time but they've done all their work they're by you know they've got their gym bag going down the gym you know and yet 
their desk is clear and, and they've managed to, to do that. But they literally eat admin. They eat work. They get, bring it in and chew it up and spit it out all correct. They've got attention for detail. They can look down a form and go bang, bang, bang. That's correct. That's correct. That's not correct. And yet other people, you know, I've had assessors in, in the college I ran, uh, putting in work, experienced assessors, and they, they still didn't get all the right signatures that were needed for the for the portfolios. They still didn't fill in the right bits of paper. They still didn't put their name where it should be. And yet you could get some young student and she looks down the form and says, that's missing, that's missing, that's missing, that's missing, just like that. And, you know, she could do the job in terms of the admin side. She was better than people that have been doing the job for 20 years. I'm sure it's something to do with the type of personality. I, I, I don't know what it is, really. But um, if you want to employ someone in an admin position, you want the OTDP, the Organised Tidy Desk Person, because they are the people who are going to get things done, get things done properly. I think when it comes to getting things done, how you feel about the matters as well. You know, if you're already stressed about a task, you hate doing the task, the chances are, you know, you're going to leave it to the last minute. Um, you know, you're not going to get it done properly. You're going to rush it. So there always has to be a better way of going through life than being stressed all the time because there'll always be things to do. You know, there'll always be problems. There'll always be posts coming through the door, emails to answer. I mean, the admin now is, is unbelievable, isn't it? When you, when when I think of my parents uh, growing up, the amount of posts was quite minimal. They they had a, we had this old, an old radio in the kitchen and beside the radio, there was a gap between that and the wall and, and the post used to just go there. And there wasn't much post. And now you just seem to get letters all the time from the bank, from the, from the council, from the electricity, the water board. I mean, it's just constant stuff, isn't it? Being thrown at you all the time. And that's just your, your physical post. You know, that's not your, your emails that you're getting through. So we're sort of overwhelmed with information at the moment. And I don't know if you've read the book, A Thousand Places to Visit Before You Die. Have you read that? You know, how on earth are you going to get around to a thousand places? You start reading it, you think, God, I want to go there, I want to go there, I want to go there. I mean, if you had even four weeks holiday a year and you could go to four different places, how many years have you got? Have you got 20 more years in you to, to travel? 40 years. You know, that's not a thousand places, is it? You'd have to go to one every day, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. Um, so at the end of the day, I just sort of... Uh, you know, I'm not going to go backpacking for the next five years just to tick off everything in that book. So at the end of the day, I just put it to side and just forget about it. OK, so I think how you feel about things and, and, and certain things you've got to let go. So let's look at the first of the D's, right? The first of the four D's is number one is do it. You know, sometimes you've just got to knuckle down, lock yourself away, turn off the TV, turn off the, the phones and all the distractions and, you know, put your phone on do not disturb or airplane mode or whatever. And just get on with that action and really somehow discipline yourself to do it. It's the intention. Once you've got that intention, right, I'm going to just do this. I've, I've got to do this now. You know, and sometimes that comes when you've missed the deadline or you're, you're approaching the deadline, but you, you've just got to do it. If, you know, fear is, is easy to overcome if you just get started. And sometimes you've got to get started, even if you don't quite know how you're going to finish, just getting started on, on the task, maybe opening that page that you've got to open and, and start on that admin task, not knowing how easy it is to overcome, just getting on with it. You know, there, there are very simple ways to learn how to do things anywhere now. Even if you can't do something, just Google it. Go on YouTube and you'll get a video on how to do it. I remember I was, a friend of mine was locked out of her Porsche Boxster. The battery had gone flat. And of course, you can get the door open with a manual key, but you can't open the, the boot lid because it's done electronically. And if the battery's flat, you can't get it open. And it, I was looking around, there's no levers or anything. And eventually I, I got on the, on YouTube and found out that there was a way of getting into this 
side of the, the, the panel and pulling the leaflets. I mean, it's ridiculous how complicated it was, but, you know, it's amazing how you can find these things. So sometimes you get stuck because you don't know how to do something or you, you reach a technical hitch on trying to do your blog or whatever, and you just stop. And that happens sometimes. You just stop, no, I can't do that. And then you leave it to one side and, and then what happens? You know, it's never going to get done. So just try and make a phone call, Google it, and then you maybe get over that hurdle. Now, I read something, and I'm going to do a special broadcast on this, about the the richest self-made woman in the world. And I, I can't remember her name now. It's a Chinese lady who makes lenses, and she makes uh, lenses for phones. Most of the iPhones we, we, we I'm using now probably comes from her factory. And on one of her staff days, now, this is her, the idea of a staff fun day, was walking up a mountain, which is like a thousand meters high, and that, that was their, their day out. And, you know, a lot of people got halfway up and felt they just couldn't go on. But she made sure that everyone didn't stop. They didn't give up. They, they carried on. And why was that? Because she, she came up with an interesting point. I mean, obviously getting things done and finishing jobs. Yeah, that, everyone knows you should do that. But she said something interesting. She said, you know, if you're halfway up already and you give up and go back down again, you're never going to have the energy to do it again, are you? You're never going to have that energy to go all the way up when you've already gone halfway up, then you're going to go down. Are you then going to, you know, you've gone up 500 meters, 500 meters down. Well, that's the same as going to the top, but you're never going to get that energy and that drive to go all the way up to the top. So sometimes finishing jobs is easier than just leaving them to one side and perhaps never getting back to them. Okay, so that's number one, do it. Number two is delegate it. Obviously, this this sounds blindingly obvious, but most people fail to master it. A lot of people I know can't delegate. They have to hold on to things. They don't want to let go, do they? And and they are the only ones who can do things. They are the one. They're the best at it, and only them they can do it. And they have to look at everything, every bit of post that comes in the office, and everything that goes out. So sometimes you have to learn to let go, recognize your strengths and weaknesses, and delegate to someone that does like doing something that you don't. Yeah. So. That's the, that's the number two. I mean, I don't like admin term, admin things. I don't like filling in tax returns. I could probably do it myself, but I, I delegate it to an accountant or a bookkeeper. You know, I don't get much fun out of cleaning and mowing the lawns and, and DIY. I, you know, so I would rather hire someone at £10 an hour to do those things. I mean, DIY and the two most hateful lang- words in the English language have got to be self-assembly. I don't buy anything self-assembly. If, if I get something self-assembly, I give it to someone to assemble it. So I, I try and make my, my life easier. I use non-iron shirts. If you don't like doing something, then find a way of, of getting around it. You can delegate a lot of admin and technical tasks and websites and that sort of thing to, to freelancers. You know, millions of freelancers now listed on Upwork, Fiverr.com and that sort of thing. So if, if it's a job you cannot do, then delegate it. If you can't delegate it and you can't do it, then maybe you have to go to step three, which is step three, defer it. Now, deferring it will not cause the same stress as not doing it and then worrying about why you haven't done it. Yeah. You're, you're deferring it. You're, you're making a deal with yourself and saying, look, I can't do this now, but I will do it in the future. And maybe you'll pop it into your electronic calendar and hopefully that's the stress over. Now it's okay to have a, a someday aisle. Have you heard of someday aisle, that island? Someday aisle, you know, someday I'll do this. Someday I'll do that. Someday I'll travel to Australia, whatever it is, whether you got that or not, that someday I'll think at least if you just say to yourself, well, I'm not going to do that now. I'm going to do that in two months time. That That's great. So if you can't do it, delegate it. And I, I remember going to a meeting once with, with, with somebody and, you know, we couldn't agree 
to get things done at that meeting. So the lady was quite clever. She said, well, let's just agree not to do anything at the moment. We'll just agree to, we've had a meeting. Let's just agree to have a meeting in three months time. Then suddenly the pressure was off. You know, we didn't have to make a decision right there and then. So if you can't do it, delegate it or defer it. And if you can't do any of those things, you can't do it, you can't delegate it, you can't defer it. I think you must know what comes next. And that is ditch it, destroy it, dump it. You know, this can be the most liberating step of all, but I would suggest that you go through the first three steps first, you know, before throwing everything away. I mean, ditching it can mean that you just tell yourself that, you know, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do a certain task and you're not going to be bothered about it, but um, you could still go back to it in the future. But in the meantime, it's not weighing on your mind. You've, you've ditched it, you dumped it. At the end of the day, you could also, you know, lower your very high standards of efficiency and, and, you know, mentally set yourself many areas in your life to say, look, maybe I've got to lower my standards a bit and say, look, it's fine to have a messy garage. You know, I'm not going to get round to tidying up the garage or, you know, organizing the loft. Maybe you just have to say, I'm ditching it in my mind and saying, well, look, I'm going to leave those unpacked boxes in that loft. I'm not going to try and sort them out. Fair enough. That's done. You know, I don't have to worry about that. If you want to go back to it in the future, that's fine. When I ran a business, um, I'd have a good clear out of papers every once in a while. And it was amazing to find the amount of things that hadn't been done or responded to for months. I mean, I've got a few on my desk now. I've got I've got things here. You know, I've got some some stuff here, land registry, company's house, you know, all these things that I've, I've eventually got to sort out and do something with. But it's amazing that, you know, when you go back to them after a few months, maybe six months, maybe they've piled on top of each other. And you go back and you, you've been worried about that thing, but and you look at them and you think, well, hold on, none of this actually comes to pass. You know, I didn't need to do anything with this because that thing is expired or, you know, is no longer relevant or it was done some other way. And basically, I could have ditched those things in my mind long ago instead of having to have that weighing on the back of my mind. I've got to get, get round to that. And obviously, that's part of having a, a tidy desk and, you know, not having these papers around giving you a lot of stress. I'm not suggesting that you ignore problems, but do apply the, the 4D process to them at least, you know. Now, I know this might not sound like a money tip, but obviously money requires action, money requires time, money requires organisation. So the more time you have and the more organised you are and the more you can get done, the more you're likely to make more money. And at least if not, you'll have the time to enjoy the money that you've already got. So I'm not suggesting just ignore problems and just lie back and say, I'm ditching it, you know, I'm deferring it. You know, you've still got to be organized, but just think about those those four steps. Now, the four steps are do it, delegate it, defer it, ditch it or dump it, whatever you want to say. Yeah, those are the four steps. Just remember, though, that as Mark Twain once said, I've had many problems in my life, but most of them never happened. And that's what I'm talking about. Uh, sometimes worrying about things too much. Things might never happen. So just go through those steps and, and you'll find that your, your life could become more organized and you will feel better about it, whatever the outcome, whatever happens. You know, this is the 4D formula for getting things, more things done and feeling good about whatever the outcome, feeling good about yourself and feeling, feeling great. So there you go. That's my four step process and my four step formula for getting things done and feeling good about them, whatever the outcome. Thanks very much. This has been Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. 
The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. Thank you.